0: Having a podcast is all about the conversations, okay? So these chip Alvin and the Chipmunks
1: get okay. paid a billion dollars each. They all get in these hot
2: so air. So give balloons. us give us the story that you're telling us.
3: Let me backtrack. So it's called Alvin and the Chipmunks. Correct me if I'm wrong. World Adventure or something. And there's these seeing there's this group of girl chipmunks called the Chipettes, and they get in the ar- get in an argument with the chipmunks over a video game at like a hamburger joint
2: this sounds so 90s
3: and this couple overhears them annoyed of them and they're like in the midst of a drug deal and they're trying to like no this billionaire couple
1: oh okay and so
3: they're trying to smuggle like so
1: that's how they're billionaires
3: yes okay they're trying to smuggle things around the world so wait this is a kid's movie this is a children's movie
0: are these, these wait? Are the chipmunks <laughs> stealing stuff, or the chipmunks? The they're doing their couple. own thing.
1: The only oh. thing worse than a rapist, child. <laughs>
3: Anyways, so they're arguing at this video game.
1: <laughs> sorry, Mo. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I love that fucking video. It's hilarious. Arguing at this video game.
3: The chipmunks are arguing. This couple's trying to eat, but they get annoyed because they're arguing. So they're like, okay, why don't we use this as an opportunity for a competition? So the woman says, I bet on the chipmunks, and the man says, I bet on the chipettes that they can fly across the world and it's a race and Mm -hmm. da-da-da. But you have you guys have to hit these checkpoints. And these checkpoints are plush versions of them, like little chipmunks, but inside is like cash and diamonds and they think that they're dropping these little plush toys around the world and it's cutesy but in reality they're smuggling they're smuggling all goods around the world this has literally nothing to do with what i wanted to tell you earlier
1: so they're mules so they're drug mules. When you're so, ready to start a drug trade, just use chipmunks. So this is
2: a children's movie about drug <laughs>
1: mule travel.
3: <laughs> Something like that. So
1: yeah, okay, and the dad's at home.
3: So the dad, Dave, Dave, coincidentally has to go on a business trip. So he hires the nanny to come and watch the chipmunks. So while Dave's at work, the chipmunks do like a recording of them of Dave's voice and piece it together (laughs) i don't know how to explain this They They ferris
2: bueller they do it yes
3: they ferris bueller the dad they keep asking him questions like say this say that piece it together and then play it for the nanny like oh the kids are gonna go out they'll be out for a few days they decided to come with me or whatever so the nanny's at home thinking the chipmunks are with the dad and the dad it thinks that they're with the nanny And so when they're playing, this is literally so stupid. You're going to record all over all of this. It has nothing to do with anything. So the chipmunks are playing the pieced together recording for the nanny, but they rewind it too fast. So it goes like, like messes up the recording. And then it like the recording blows up or something so then it goes in slow motion and it's like hey kids and she's like kooky or whatever and she's like david are you drunk and me and my siblings saw it was the funniest thing so whenever someone's like drunk or like acting stupid my mom always says david are you drunk so whenever i ask you that and i laugh it's not
1: <laughs> i hate that I because he's drunk, drunk.
3: it's no, like it's I because think of, of this movie. children's
1: movie that yeah. has chipmunks deliver smuggling goods across the world
2: <laughs> <laughs> sneaking <laughs> out of houses
3: yeah. we should and watch it sometime
0: i think that's should. a great that's a great that's a great way to go into this uh podcast don't hey
1: uh david are you drunk
3: no, no you have gone. to Good. say it
0: like Roll the grandma the david, are david are you drunk? drunk?
3: are you drunk
0: I'm Drummer. (laughs) (laughs) That's the name of the podcast.
2: (laughs) We already have the name. (laughs) David, are you drunk?
1: (laughs) All right. Welcome back, everybody. Week 77. Weeks. Nope. We're at 78. We are at 78.
0: I know because I did seven times 11. That was the easiest math of my life. Dude. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Week 78. Week 78, guys, that's 7 times 7, 49, plus 1, 50, plus 10, 60, plus 5, 65, plus 4, 69. Nice. Plus 1, 70, plus 10, 70, 80, minus 4, 78.
2: No, nope.
0: that's 76. 76 <laughs> plus 2, 78. There you go. I I, I I tried something a little risky, though. You did. <laughs> I you took a chance. Yeah,
1: because, only because you had to stop at 69. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it
0: really that's messed it. me up but it's such a great number how could you not
1: and as always we're your hosts i'm drum and i'm drummer and this is a podcast about brotherhood and the three s's storytelling supernatural and self improvement and where we always ask the most important question are David, you are you drunk drunk
0: david <laughs> 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 the same of the podcast so we're just yeah okay i yeah. just yeah. i just like the fact that you're
1: involved it. in that long story so but I'm, just, I'm just here for it.
0: hearing mo's amazing story makes me think of something is there a movie for all of us? Question for all of us: Is there a movie, an uh, animated movie, anything that you would you think you could remake better?
2: Like I could draw it better.
0: No, like remake it, like remake the whole movie in like like
1: like make it rewrite the storyline or like yeah. redo like reshoot the video or you're an actor in that movie and you can be better. Like because I think I could be a better Nacho Libre. Like you
0: know, Black. like so say the Black Cauldron, right? Disney's yeah. Black Cauldron, right? Not a very good film. Like it's it's great now, but back when it first came out, it did terrible, right? Really? Yeah. I loved it, just, it. I know. I it did horrible. So if you could remake that film, do you think you could do it better, or would you just do it worse? Cause I think I would probably remake Lion King one and a half because I feel like I can make it better.
2: How can you make that better? That was a great yeah, movie. Add blood. You know that was like a that was like a comedy.
0: I wanted, I wanted, the whole time I watched Lion King, even as a kid, I was frustrated. Now you're
2: saying Lion King, but you said Lion King one and a half. Yeah, we got to stick with the single movie. Lion oh, King,
0: yeah. Lion King one, oh, they all frustrated me, but no, Lion no, King no, no, one no, and a half always got, it was one of my favorites.
2: I know because that one was a comedy. So
1: hold on. So you're not going to redo it. You're just going to add a feature. Well, yeah,
0: I just feel like you make the film a lot better. I can do. I, would, I feel like make the whole I Lion King add, franchise a lot what better. What movie
2: would you add blood to that would make it better? That's just a like kids animated movie. Kids animated. Movie. Caillou.
1: That's a,
2: that? that's a show. But I'm I, just I, a little. Oh, Caillou.
0: So like, little, little Bill. It's Ca- little Bill. Ca- uh, Caillou.
1: Caillou. No, not Little Bill. We don't support that because. Oh yeah,
2: right. Like,
1: uh, I like Little Bill. What, what about what about? Uh, um, I feel like Rugrats.
2: Would be better with blood. Would be
1: better with blood, because there's a lot of situations where, like, they would fall or something. And they would be like, they'd get a scrape, and it would, you know, have the little like black marks on it, but no blood. That's so unrealistic. Man, you know what toy
0: always wanted was the toys from um from Jimmy Neutron, the that space guy.
2: You mean the gadgets? Oh, no.
0: Sheen's Sheen, Shane's space guy. Sheen. Shane. Sheen. Sheen. His name's Sheen. Like Charlie Sheen. Did you guys ever watch uh, the the other the other video? Uh, the other um, animated show with Sheen in it where he goes to a planet. Yeah. That's one of my favorite Is, I've never series. seen it. Is it good? Oh, it's so good. It's yeah. so funny. It's perfect.
1: Does he also have Brain Blast like Jimmy Neutron?
0: No, but he's just, he's such a good character.
2: That's still Does, one of the best TikToks.
1: Oh, I, bro, I am so proud of myself for coming up with that TikTok of you having the Brain Blast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't actually have those. It was all fake, guys. It wasn't actually my
1: ear. So. Monique does a really good uh teacher impression from Jimmy Neutron. Can we hear it, Monique? Oh, <laughs> Coral! Let's hear it. Please. She also, she also does a really good Spongebob impression. Wait, but no. I've only ever heard
2: it once and my back was turned. She won't be able to Okay, only, me. If she
0: give, love me. only if so we all So how do you know it was her? How do you know
2: it wasn't actually SpongeBob in the room?
0: You're right. I don't know. You never seen SpongeBob and her in the same room.
2: Exactly.
3: I've never seen SpongeBob.
2: You got the mic up to you. Let's hear the teacher.
3: <laughs> I can't. I can't do it on the spot. Let me.
2: Okay, talk. we'll give you five minutes. We'll just, come back to you in we five We give you minutes.
1: permission to just randomly do it throughout this podcast. There you it. go. That's
3: oh, okay. the perfect way. I'm
1: trying.
2: You <laughs> find the spot, throw it in there.
3: Okay. Got, got like, it. Got it.
2: We're going to get real emotional on the, pod- the podcast. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Carl! Carl!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you took a um, nap. Is that because you haven't had caffeine? Where I was kicking my
1: ass, man. It is kicking my ass. I'm much better this week than last week, though. So, but instead of cutting it completely, you're only doing. That's I, like I, what he was doing. I feel I feel this in last week, right? Towards the end, I like yes, told everyone, yeah. Yes. So I've kept the same milligrams uh, as I started last week, but I think this Sunday will be the first day I go completely zero. So no coffee or no like nothing at all. So no fun. Yeah, pretty much. But um, I've been sleeping so much better. Like i without having coffee uh, without without having the amount of caffeine that I was having like the little amount that I'm having like when I go to sleep at night like I go to sleep like I'm actually deep asleep. So I feel like I'm feeling the benefits although people are saying that like once you cut it out like you feel more energized. I don't feel that as I mean I guess I'm still technically having some I'm just having less but um I, I feel better. Like, I hate your chicken when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact you're staying when you did it made me mad. Uh, but, yeah, so it's going well. I'm still, like, lowering my dosages. Um, and so then this uh, Sunday, which will be the 16th, will be my first day with zero caffeine.
2: Dang. So you're, like, um, RPing it, where you're just going phase one, phase two, kind of, phase yeah. three. Because
1: I tried try cold turkey, and, like, last time I did this, like, I had an ulcer, so when I drank coffee there was like a physical pain attached to it right. um, and this time there's not so it's kind of like going through the migraines and stuff is more painful because when I had the ulcer it was like I would go through it but my stomach hurt worse than the migraine so the migraine was the better of the two scenarios as opposed to now where it's like it just I that's the only downside is that so I'm like okay there's nothing to like base it off of that's wild. um like that's just terrible so but yeah it's going well
0: yeah, that's awesome, dude. Dude, Dalton,
2: uh, how was your week this week? Um we had Mother's Day.
0: Oh, we did have Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers yes, out happy there. Happy Mother's Day. Including all the mothers that follow us on TikTok. Happy Mother's Day to
2: No, do a sexy Mother's Day for them. Have a happy <laughs>
1: Is that your lady Gaga impression? <laughs> no, I was, was that just, a happy birthday. Where was trying to, be, to bring out the
0: Yeah, family? it was a happy birthday one, but it was like supposed to be happy Mother's Day. Know, Who is maybe.
2: it? It's Marilyn Monroe. It's
3: Katie Perry.
0: Yeah, yeah. Katie Perry. Katy Perry.
2: Yeah. So yeah.
0: should I go deeper for the happy Mother's Day or should I go higher?
2: Do like a sexy country boy happy Mother's Day? I just want to say
0: <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> happy Mother's Day to you. <laughs> Honey, happy Mother's Day. Let's go rattle them cows out there. You sound like... You throw pigs in the farm.
1: Throw pigs in the farm?
0: Eat cantaloupe.
1: That's a cow farm.
0: You're gonna have cows outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cow farm. You're gonna have cows outside.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the one video... That fucking cracks me up. I honestly, that whole movie is gold. That whole movie should 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 have gotten re- like awards, <laughs> everything. It's uh, what the back what was it called again, Mo? Backyard, backyard, barnyard, 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 and something barnyard. But it's
3: back to the barnyard.
0: No, no, that's the second one, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that's the the um the cartoon series that they put on Nickelodeon, but barnyard. Barn, not barnyard against. Fuck barnyardigans. That shit
2: was terrible. That's backyardigans. It's,
0: it's literally just called barnyard. Oh, barnyard.
2: <laughs> yeah. Rachel, it's a cow
0: farm. You're gonna have cows outside. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say this. it's it's honestly I got I got it on point. It sounds perfectly like it. But um yeah, my week was good. Uh we uh I hung out. I tried making ribs. Matthew hated them, apparently. So. No, shut so up. So that,
2: that's what I found really funny is that last week, Dalton told me he was so excited for Saturday because the three of you were going to stay in and make ribs. And yeah. You were gonna, I was like, what are you making ribs for? What are you celebrating? He was like, we're celebrating not having plans for the first time in like a month. Yeah. And then Saturday night, I check Instagram and I see Matt bowling <laughs> and drinking and I'm like, RIP to Dalton's staying in celebration oh bro
0: i still stayed in
3: i was not aware of this plan
1: <laughs>
0: matt, i figured
2: matt what what did he say what were his exact words
1: dalton yeah when he found out i wasn't gonna be there uh-huh He's like, i don't care i am be these this for myself i'm gonna make them whether you're there or not i don't give a fuck
0: and i did i still went to the store after i, I trained and i picked up two st louis racks of ribs um boy i'm sorry mo i <laughs> had two st louis racks of ribs and um i put one on the grill and one in the oven to see which one would come out better um it took about three hours to cook them both but uh the grill one came out better i wasn't too fond of them i think i could have made them better i just i did apple juice with a dry rub and then after the dry rub, dry rub you basted it and so it was It was good. Um, they were good. It definitely could have been better, but Matthew hated them. I did
1: not hate them. So I came back on Sunday. I threw a couple of them in the air fryer just to heat them up and get them a little crispy. And I thought they were great. I don't know what you were talking I had like eight of them.
0: Yeah, I only had three. But they were okay. Um, what I'd i met- do better.
1: And why Dalton keeps bringing up that I said that they were not good oh, is— because you said that. I did, but I wasn't referring to the flavor of them. I was referring to the fact that they've been in the fridge for about a week now, or like six, five, six days. So they're probably actually not good. Like if you eat them, they're gonna be bad. Why are you rolling your eyes? I just watched you. <laughs> uh, so that's what I was referring to. But no, they they came out super good. I, I was happy with them.
0: Yeah. So I did the, did the did that, and then I instead of eating that, I ate PB and J's because I was really hungry for PB and J's, and then we took our mom out. To Roscoe's Roscoe's, uh, where she got the big stick drink. Okay, so we get there, right? And I get there. We waited on Matthew to order food. Yes,
1: I got there. I had to clean the gym, so I got there about fifteen minutes late. Um and Most so hungry. so I got there and they already had like a bucket of champagne and they were all having mimosas. So I got there and when I walked up, my mom was already the whole like the last like two weeks, she's been talking about this big stick drink and she's been referring to it as a big stick margarita so it's literally like a goblet that's a margarita and then they have a big stick popsicle that they put in right and my mom that was like her favorite popsicle growing up so finally she's like should i get it i don't know blah, blah, blah blah so we convince her to get it so she orders it and my dad goes she'll have the big stick margarita and the guy goes oh it's actually not a margarita and so he goes what is it right so this guy lists off all these liqueurs, okay? My mom only drinks wine. She'll occasionally have another drink, but she's, like – she's a lightweight. So she, like – he's listing off all these liqueurs, and the whole time I'm staring at my mimosa because I'm also hungover, and I'm going, oh, no. Mother, whatever you do, do not get this drink. I will buy you – It was, like, every whiskey known to man. It was I, that drink. I will buy you a 12-pack of Big Sticks that you could just have at your leisure, and you don't have to, like, be hungover about it, Right? And then the base whiskey of it was like Southern Comfort Whiskey, which is like a plastic bottle whiskey that you buy on the bottom shelf. So they, he reads there it all. There's a lot of people laugh and, off saying that. And, a lot of people like Southern Comfort. No, like it, it, it's it's good, but it's it's cheap whiskey. Yeah, no, you I You know what it. I mean? I like, agree. I agree. So anyways, so my mom and dad look at each other as if they're contemplating, and I'm like, she's going to do it. Like, don't do it. So she orders it, right? So it comes over, and it's basically jungle juice with a big stick in it. Oh, dude. So it was so good. Is there legitimately a big stick in it? Yeah, yeah. yeah that, the, oh, the actual popsicle. Yeah. yeah, it's in there. So anyway, so she gets that. She didn't even eat the popsicle. Uh, so she drank it. She's like, oh, my God, this is so good. And I'm, like, watching it, and I'm like – She's starting to say things that she wouldn't normally say. And the thing
0: is, when when that woman likes to drink,
1: she chugs it. Yeah. And it was like a giant goblet. She drank the whole thing in like seven minutes. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we need to eat. And then, you know, I think eating after she drank it was a good choice because, like, sobered it up a little. But needless to say, she had a great Mother's Day. So
0: Yeah, man. It was wild. And then we all came home. We all took a nap. And then Matthew was gone before I woke up. I was like, I thought he disappeared. I was worried. I don't know where he was. Um, He was with Mo, so he was safe. But I was like, I don't know where he is. And then my dad got up. Then my mom got up. And then I think my mom left right after that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she left. And then uh, we had a cool day, you know.
2: It was good. What you? What did you do for your mom? I just went home. Just spent the day with them. It was literally just hanging out, watching Law & Order SVU, and then we had our, our my mom's side over. Oh, we went to my dad's side in the morning. So I got to see my godmother, got to see my grandma on that side. Right on. And we just had breakfast and stuff. And then went home and had fish tacos. No, shrimp tacos. And played Pictionary, which is a lot harder than you'd think.
1: Why? you never played Pictionary before? you never before? played Pictionary before. No?
2: You? Just Telestrations. Really?
1: See, I'm the other way. I've never played Telestrations.
2: i played both. You haven't? Huh. But I have it. I own it. I'm surprised i thought you would have yeah. um i mean unless i don't remember No, it. i didn't really play many board games until like until like this new wave of like new style board games yeah so i really only played like monopoly and life yeah. and stuff like the i basic still games. don't understand
0: how you play monopoly
2: i don't get i don't get it
1: every time monique's uh every time monique's brother isaiah comes home we could throw down a monopoly i just
0: don't know how you
1: win like
0: why like why does it revolve around money so much to American. <laughs> like, I know there's a game you can play called Age of Empires, where you you. you <laughs> this
2: is like the bro, fourth <laughs> week in a
0: row you're about Age of Empires. Just, I, get, I feel like we breathe this up once a week. It's taught
1: me so much in Let's life. Let's just
0: have an Age of Empires segment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but what I'm saying is,
0: you could like, you can make all these trading ports, and then you could like have a bunch of these unique buildings, and then you could do something called a trade monopoly, where if you hold these buildings for a certain amount of time, you win. So is that basically what Monopoly is? Yes. Yeah,
2: you're trying to get all the properties and own them all, so that Monopoly. everyone pays how you. you.
0: How do you do that when everybody else is buying them?
2: You get their first. You send them into too much debt. You bankrupt them. <laughs> yes. How? By owning better properties, so that they have to pay you rent, and then they can't pay you rent, so then they give you their properties.
0: Oh my god! Is this how real
1: estate agents find out they want to be real estate agents?
2: <laughs> they play Monopoly one time. They're like. I understand this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this all makes sense. It all makes sense. Sam, he's like... That's crazy. Okay. Well, how long okay. does a game usually take you? <laughs> Fucking long. Of Monopoly? Yeah.
3: Like, when we play with Zay?
1: Oh, it's like...
3: Like, at least two hours. yeah'
1: will like minimum. I'll never forget. I'll I mean, nev- that
2: can't be too... Go ahead, Matt.
1: One time we were playing, and I think Zay was like, what? He had to be been like ten, ten 10 or 11 he's probably, we probably great at it and he was getting mad because he was losing he was so upset and he had like one piece of property left
3: right <laughs> wouldn't he wouldn't let and it he had go like,
1: like five dollars in cash and he landed on my thing and he looks over at me and he's all matt will you take my five dollars i'm all nope give me both and he goes but then i can't play anymore i was like good <laughs> and he gave it to me and i grabbed it and he goes so mad and then i think it's just me and monique playing for like the next hour until monique beat me That's terrifying. But I
2: was like, you can't, I would think you, you don't, you can't get to, you can't be too too surprised at that because we spent two different days playing one game of Axis and Allies.
0: Yes. That was so much fun though.
2: And that was a lot of fun. We meant to have Matt play too. and then I
0: was, I was in school, right? There was always something. There was something
2: and then we started one day, but it was too late at that point. So we can still get it going at some point. Axis
0: and Allies is fun. That's a fun game. I, I, I like how it's like because I can never play the the Total War games, uh, the board game Total War. Yeah, I can never play it. I just I just didn't understand it. But when you have somebody that can explain it to you in in Dalton terms, so you don't have to read directions and follow things,
1: then it's a lot easier. So do you I, guys, do you guys like the game Risk?
2: I've never played it. You've never played Risk? Risk uh, Total War. We just talked about it. I, That's what's called. I mean, I I think Axis and Allies is like a version of Risk. Oh, okay. It's a more maybe detailed version. Because when I was
1: at Biola, a bunch of my friends like they would like pick a Saturday and they all day. All they would do is they would go to someone's dorm room, set up Risk, and then play all day. And then my buddy Corbin, he had we would play Risk on his Xbox. And so we would sit there and play Risk for, like, They had, like, the board time. game on the... Yeah, there's, like, a... We could play it right after this. There's, like, a digital oh, version of Risk. Yeah.
0: I saw they had a Lord of the Rings <laughs> Risk. Anything with Lord of the Rings in front of it, I automatically get interested in. So we had to try that, too. And then we also... What's the... Yeah, but there's a Star Wars Access and Allies, right?
2: Uh, no, it's a Star Wars role-playing game. Oh, I'm still down. It's, like, D&D, but Star Wars. Dude. I think we have played it. D&D. Oh, no, D&D. you're talking about Imperial Assault. yeah That's the board game that's... Yes yeah.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. There's so many things we need to do.
2: There's a ton. But I want to talk about this thing. It was really cool. It got brought up. I want to get your takes on it. This is our self improvement segment, I guess, of the oh, yeah. uh, podcast. And so it's called the three question rule. And it, it it deals with emotional intelligence. And okay. it's for all three of you. Can all you right, it? ask me. Yeah, open the link. They don't and give so, you the answers, do they? I was watching an interview with comedian Craig Ferguson when he said something I'd never forgot I've never forgotten. There are three things you must always ask yourself before you say anything. Does this need to be said? Does this need to be said by me? Does this need to be said to me? Does this need to be said by me now? And uh and then he goes on, he says it took him three marriages to learn that lesson, but like that 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 was the ultimate way to uh not show your emotional intelligence, but like to practice your emotional intelligence. And so, you know, looking at that rule, do you guys agree with that? Is that something you guys, you, th- you think you do practice now? Is that something you will now, maybe you didn't understand you practice, but you did. Or is it something you will now practice? Uh, You know, kind of what's what's your take on this?
1: Um, I think this is kind of the equivalent of like a filter, you know. And I tend to not have those a lot of times. I'm trying to work on it. Um, but I can definitely see situations where somebody will be venting to me and I'll think I have the answer or whatever. And it's like, kind of like, I'll be like sitting there like, is this a conversation where a, a, do I think the person is in a place to actually receive what I'm, what, what advice I want to give or, or the, whatever I'm about to say, like, will they actually receive it? or Are they not in that place yet? Right. Because, like, if you give advice and the person isn't in a place to receive it, a lot of times it can come off in a negative light where they're kind of, like, mad at you for saying that or, or not listening or how could you not agree with me and this and that. Like, so I think that these are important questions to ask, although I don't think it naturally comes to people. I think that we all, you know, like to have something to say. Like, sometimes silence is, like, a great answer. Like, I there, there's okay – it's okay to not say anything. Um, but I don't think that's something to – that is – seen as a positive thing a lot of times you know so i know for me i don't naturally do these things but i'm trying to and i've especially the last like six months i've like been a part of conversations or someone will be talking to me about something and i'll think i have the answer or like i'll have quite like want to know more or you know kind of pry at it a little bit but and then like you know not necessarily like I'll, I'll think about it and i'll be like you know what i think this needs to come from somebody Who's e- who's not me because I'm too close to this person or somebody closer to that individual. It kind of depends on the situation.
0: I think it also depends on like the person you know. Like if it's Matthew, at least two of these aren't aren't gonna work for me. Like the well, only thing that's gonna ones? work is, is that, does this need to be said? And then that's about as far as I get with Matthew, where I'll be like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll tell him anyways, right? Like same with Mo, like I'll just tell her. Like it's, I just I don't really have that filter with them because I know that they like. They know where I'm coming from. It's never from really a bad place. I just, I have to say it if I, if I feel like it needs to be said. Um, but I feel like there's levels of it. Like you have like people that you talk to that like it's a lot easier to have this filter. And then you have people that are a little closer that you know and they ask you for advice or you're, they're, they're vetted to you. Like I feel like then I would probably use this a lot more. But I feel like I have gotten really good at just knowing when it's my problem and when it's not. I feel like it's basically what this is, is just knowing if it's something that I need to get into or not. And so, <clears throat> and it's, it's taken me a while, but I, I talked to Matthew about this a while ago where I feel like I've really made good strides on not taking on people's shit where it's like, it's, if it's your problem, it's not mine. I'm not going to deal with it. Like, good luck. But you know, if you're not going to ask for my help, you just want to like continue, continuously talk about the same problem. Then I'm just, i will just, okay. Like you could tell me, but it's not going to do anything. For me at least. I do this with
1: you. All all three of these. All three of those? Yeah. Because Why? there's certain things that I if I if I give you the advice, because it's me giving it to you, you'll automatically disregard it. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, like I know like this is what needs to be said, but I also know who you're gonna go and talk to, and I know they're gonna say the same thing. It's gonna be received better by them. So I'm just not gonna do it. Do you think because- you just approach me differently? It doesn't matter. I feel like it might. You approach things very Even, no, because, no, because either a, I come in soft and you're like, "What the fuck are you babying me?" Or b, I come in too hot and you think I'm like mad at you or something. So what's the middle? What's the middle ground with that? <laughs> I don't. know. I haven't found it yet. <laughs> just like an adult, just have a conversation. No, because I'll like you'll read too much into something. We can get No, I won't, later. No, I the won't because I think you need to understand that we
0: can have a conversation. But I want you to know <laughs> what? that I don't do any of this because no matter what. You don't fucking listen to me as it is. You still need 30 other people to tell you the same thing for you to realize,
1: "Oh, maybe I should've done that." You do the same exact thing.
0: Yeah. What are you snapping for? I'm preaching. For? What are you snapping for? I'm preaching to the choir.
3: Amen.
0: I'm preaching to the choir here. Okay? What I'm saying is this sometimes matters if you know it's going to go on to like somebody that's going to have like a quality listening experience, right? But you sometimes don't have that quality listening experience. Like, I could be the smartest. Fu- I could be fucking Nikola Tesla telling you how fucking light works and how energies maneuver things. That was a really good example, Dalton. I know, dude. I'm
1: very proud of him right now. Thank you. Um, David, will you tell I'll him that? I only know that because he's a reptile. Will you tell him that you're proud of him
2: because he won't take it well for me? Can you tell me that? Dalton, I did just tell you I'm proud of you. Oh, Dalton, Do- I know you don't think Matt thinks, like, Matt's proud of you a lot of the times, but... Yeah. <laughs> Matt was really proud of you using that example oh my gosh dude so maybe like maybe next time you can like thank him for just being supportive
0: you know i don't know if he'll believe me mo, mo, can you tell matthew that like i thank him <laughs> for believing in me do you mm-hmm. mind mo mo can you pick up that mic and let him know real quick so he can understand it because he won't believe what do you me. want me to say i want you to say it to him because he'll believe you he won't believe. say me. what that I want to say thank you to him and thank you for believing in me. Can you tell? Thank him you
3: for believing in your brother. Hey, no he doesn't want to tell you. Okay. He wants me to tell you. It's received much better
1: from you. Oh, yeah. Okay. See.
0: So yeah, yeah. you know. a Good call. I good think call at the end, end of part. the day, me and Matthew are both very sensitive human beings to each other, to each other, to
1: each other, yes. to each other,
2: to each other,
0: to each other. No, but I, I like this because I think I feel like for me, it's like these are like levels of how much you know somebody. I feel like it, it, does this need to be said know, if you know somebody really well. I feel like that's a question, but it depends like how the levels of, of them, like how well you know them. Mm-hmm. You know
2: what I mean? It just makes sense. Monique? Are you too drunk right now to answer this? <laughs>
3: no, I think I got it. I think I got this.
0: David, are you drunk?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is not a natural process of thinking i mm-hmm. think it's very um it comes with time it comes with being self-aware um this comes in play especially i've noticed in relationships for example well i guess it doesn't even have to be a romantic relationship i'm just using that as an example I could be having the worst day imaginable. I could have had a shitty day at work. I could have, anything could have happened throughout my day. But if he walks through the door like pumped and he had the best day, my shitty day really doesn't matter in my, in my way of thinking, I guess. Instead of pooping on his day, I'm going to think twice kind of to what you're I, I don't have it in front of me. I'm going to think twice about the process. Like, does this really need to be said now? Mm-hmm. No, because I don't want to rain on his parade. Yeah.
2: Well, that but that still it still answers yes to the question. Does this need to be said because you had a shitty day? You want to get it off your chest. It just mm-hmm. you go from do you does it need to be said? Yes. Does it need to be said by you? Yes. Because it's your day. Does this need to be said by you now? No, no. So it's still using that it's process. Still, yes. so it's still going through the process. Wow, Mo, good job! You're using that process.
0: Thanks. That's really nice of you, Mo. I hope you do the same thing, man, all the time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think also too, if someone comes to me ad- for advice, it's because they think they'll get it from me for whatever reason. But if I feel, you're fools. <laughs> if I, <laughs> no, you're gonna you're gonna understand what I'm saying right now. But if I feel like they're asking advice from me and I'm just not the right person to ask, Uh I think I'm very vocal about that. Like, for example, I have a friend and people go to her for relationship advice, not necessarily having a boyfriend, you know? So she can give advice. Is she necessarily qualified to give that advice? I don't know. But I think... If people come to me, like for example, I have friends who are part of different communities and minorities and they come to me for advice and I can give them as much, as, as much knowledge as I can. But at the end of the day, am I a person who is black or a person who is Asian or a person who... A, B, C, D, E, F, G, whatever. No, I'm not. So... I think that's how I filter. I don't know.
2: Yeah. No, that's the right way to do it. It's a Great answer money. But that also kind of speaks. I mean like that asks the question of what makes a person qualified, you know, just, I, she may not have a boyfriend at that time, but maybe she's had a bunch. So she's kind of learned what, what doesn't work in a relationship. So she can only speak on that. Maybe not from like a, Hey, this is what I've done and it's worked, but Hey, this is what I've done and it hasn't worked. So maybe don't do these things.
1: Um, I tend to ask I tend to just straight up ask the person like are you looking for advice or do you just need someone to, to listen
3: that's important
1: yeah because like if, if you just need to vent, <laughs> what did you just pull up so Monique said qualified and Dalton heard <laughs> I so a koala so it's a koala so in a doctor's it's vest it's literally a koala in Dalton's ho- tropical Hawaiian shirt just staring it says "qualified." Um <laughs> Uh, Stupid. I, I'll just ask the person because if someone just needs to vent, I'll listen and like I'll keep my comments to myself. Like that's fine. Like there's like there's a time and place for that. But if somebody comes and they give, they ask for and they want advice, like I will tell you what I think for better or worse. Like and a lot of times I will tell people what they don't want to hear just because I care about them up to where I'm like I think you just need to hear this. You know.
0: What I realize is a really good way to approach it is. If someone's asked, like talking about all this stuff and just venting and venting and venting, I, I've stopped a few people and was like, all right. I was like, I love hearing all this. Thank you for telling me. But is this something you want fixed or no? And if they say, no, I'm just trying to vent, then I let them keep talking because I need to make sure that I'm not – I can keep myself aware because sometimes if they if they're talking and I'm already thinking about how to fix everything they're telling me, instead of just listening
2: which is traditionally which is traditionally like a male female thing right but i don't think it necessarily i've realized that's that's that's
0: always been my problem though i've always done that so i've realized me vocalizing that being like do you want this do you want me to fix it you want me just to listen i I just need to know this right now it really helps me like solid like kind of solidify whether i'm going to be listening or let my brain go different directions
2: all right well let me test you then really quick we heard monique's example right now but We'll just give you a little test.
0: All right. I love, I hate tests, actually.
2: All right. Here's the example. A member of your team walks in late for a meeting. And this is the third time in a row they're walking in late. You thought about addressing it last time, but you didn't. How do you use this example?
0: Send out a strongly worded email.
2: No. no, no. Well, ask yourself the questions. Okay. Make your decision, and then... Tell me what you would do. I've made my decision. So, talk me through your process.
0: So, they come Go in late. through each question. Yeah. They come in late. I notice it. I take a moment to, to like kind of, I know, I know myself, I would get a little frustrated. I'd be like, I just kind of look at them and I'd get back to talking.
2: So, what do you, what do you want to say when they come in late and you, and you, and you, uh, and why the fuck it? are you coming
0: in late? So What's that's, the problem? That's, that's what, what you I want to say. say.
2: Okay. Do so, I
0: say that in front of everybody? No, of so course d- not. So
2: does it need to be said? No. Does, well, it,
1: does it need to be said? It needs to be. What's the? Is it they, okay? Member of the team. What team? Your team. What does that mean? <laughs> your meeting team. You My meeting. No, no, no. Team. What like is it like? Work? Is it? Yes. Sports. You, any of them.
0: Either way, it's taken seriously.
1: What is my – am I the captain and am I just somebody that's presenting oh my God, that thing? Yes. Oh, Okay, if I'm doing like a one-off presentation oh, to somebody Jesus, walks in like, dude. what? It's the third time It's a, time a fucking in a row. meeting. You're a
0: fucking CEO of a company. How do you approach the situation, <laughs> dog? Why is it so hard?
1: Because if I'm not like somebody of like – if I'm just like – like if you're if you're holding the meeting, you're obviously someone of power. I hold meetings all the time. I'm not somebody of power. Yes, you all. are, Matt. No. You have a
0: very strong will. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyways, um, if I I would pull them aside, like I'm not somebody to like call somebody out in front of a bunch of people. I don't think that's beneficial at all because the person just becomes incredibly defensive, yeah, and is just gonna not automatically just disregard or disagree with anything you said because you their ego is just in jeopardy at that point so well you're did. embarrassing them yeah and th- but but even then like their egos hurt so they're gonna lash out right they're gonna they're, yes. most people will fight back um but after that pull them aside and honestly like i was them like is there a reason that you're late like is there something going on at home is there something going on like like how can i help you and you, it would it would come from a place of like how can I help you get here on time because I know that you need this? And less from a place of, like, you're late. You need to be reprimanded. Like, you know? Like- and so
2: you do this when he walks in. You stand up and you go, hey, man, come here for a second. What are you talking about? No, no,
1: no. No, I think, I think all this, let's do it after- all so this needs to wait until after questions. the questions. Yes. Does this need to be said now? No, it does not. You can wait. I forgot the questions, but I just know that I does would Does this need to be out. said by me because of my position as the CEO
2: or whatever? Like CEO yes.
0: of um, Frosted Flakes. There we go. Does this need to be and said the guy
2: came in and he was not frosted. He was not
0: frosted, bro. Does
2: does this need
1: to be frosted said, frosted said by me- <laughs> no! Does this need to be said by me now?
2: No. And then whatever the third one was, you know, like Does this need to be said by me and then does it need to be said by me now? Okay. Uh, so it doesn't need to be said by you, is yes, because yes, you're but, the CEO of process. Yes, place. but it
1: doesn't need to be now. So it would be later on in the workday, I would pull them aside. And like who knows? Like everybody has so much else going on in their lives and what little windows we get to see in that it's like I don't want to make these like grand assumptions and think that like it's a personal attack on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what's going on? Like, is there a reason? Maybe there's like babysitting issues. Like, so wait, maybe
0: so you, this is like the second time this is happening. Third time. Third time. Okay. Here's my question to to you. Was it? Would this be like, hey guys? Like, would you send out an email? Like, this is like the second time it happened, Like send out an email like, hey guys, just want you guys all to know, like, to please get to the meetings on time, blah blah. No. And then the third time, if he does it a third time, then you take it to the side and
1: talk to him. No, I, if if it's one individual person, I'd rather just talk to them because everybody knows. So if I send out that giant email, mm-hmm. everybody's gonna know already. But if it's a group of people, then yeah, you know. And then if it is them, like I would probably talk to them one on one. I don't think group. Um not scolding but like confronting them as a group is going to be beneficial i think it has to be taken on like a one-by-one one basis
0: yeah that's true
2: now what if you talk to him and you're like what's going on man is everything good at home and he's like yeah i just uh, i just want to make you look bad
0: well what if he's honest what if he just doesn't like you and what like, if he's tony the tiger
2: he's like you're not great <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ah. Uh, <laughs> this is gold, dude. And, we need make this a skit. And then I think that just becomes a question of like if he says that it's like why? Like there had to have been something that has caused you to dislike me this much and, you know, either A, we fix this or B, at least I understand my place and then just don't come to the meetings. Like, you know what I mean? And if you do, I'll uninvite you in front of everybody if you want to go down that path. But I'd rather not do that. Ooh, shooting shot. Yeah. Oh wow!
0: So you're meeting him at his level.
1: Yeah, but like, that's but a CEO I, way. But what I'm saying is that like, I'd rather know why. Like, I would want to see where this relationship was tarnished, where I'm at fault, and then how we can fix it going forward. You know, if it's just that mutual understanding, like I don't need to like you to work with you. That's fine. All right. You know what I mean? But you know you know the hierarchy you know like the roles that everybody has so it's kind of like you know we need to respect that and if that's not something you want to do like that's fine that's okay i have no problem with that
2: i agree nice all right guys well let's take a break now
1: <sighs> all right. oh my gosh welcome back you guys all right we are going to be doing another deep dive into ben drown part 4 of 5 so we're coming near the end here and um this one takes a little twist at the very end. Just a little twist? Just a little twist that uh, hits a little too close to home for, for me. Uh, which will, <laughs> it was, it's, We'll talk about his reaction later. So All of ours. Yeah. I, I think I had the, the most calm reaction out of the, all of us, which I don't know if it's for better or worse. But mm-hmm. So, um, Dalton, let's kind of recap what happened in post number four, which was on September 12th. Um, he goes through the game and basically uh, – a bunch of just weird shit happens.
2: You mean piece, post number three? Uh, No, post number four. Because post number four no, is the one for three. today. We just read
0: four. We're reading four right now.
1: No, we're reading five. It says nope. right here, post number five. Nope.
0: Matt, we've been reading four? <laughs> Matt, go the fuck up. Go up. Right there. We're reading this one. Let's just clear things up. Oh, shit. I told you you were reading
1: five. You just don't listen to
2: me. He's too, uh, he's too, I'm too up. I'm too shaken up.
1: All right, post three. Bunch of weird shit happens. Basically, the fourth wall has been broken. The video, uh, after he plays this melody, the video starts saying, you shouldn't have done that. And any interaction he has where text pops up essentially just says, you, you should have done, done that. that. So um, post number three was posted on September 10th of 2010. And
0: basically, in this whole text, hes you can tell he's legitimately going crazy. He's freaking out. He doesn't know how to react to this. He's terrified. He's, he's homesick. He feels sick. He's not sleeping. He's not eating. He's he feels like he's his, being watched. He's, he
1: keeping, has, he's keeping his blinds closed he so he's
0: not watched. He has nightmares mm-hmm. of the statue following him everywhere. Um, he's just legitimately going crazy at this point. So, so we want to post four now.
1: We're gonna fast forward two days from the last post, and so this is post number four, and it was posted on September 12, thousand ten. But however, it's no longer our original author's name. Our original author anymore, and his name, just so we all know, is uh, he was posting it as Judd Suitable, Jad Usable, Jad Usable, Jad Suitable. Jad, I like kind of like Jad Usable, okay. uh, but so it's Jad Usable. It's no longer him, and so I'm just gonna kind of. Uh, it's is Jad-usable. it his friend or his roommate? It's Jadusable's roommate,
0: um, and basically, what happens? Uh, long story short, um, there's not really much you're missing. Uh, pretty much the roommate, uh, was only there for a day and a half. Once he saw things were getting weird, he just kind of like dipped and hung out at his friend's place and slept over there for a few nights. He'd only come back for books or clothes or whatever he needed. But every time he would come back, he would try to have a conversation with, with He would try to like, you know, interact with them. But every time, just pretty much cut out everybody in his life for about two weeks. Um, didn't talk to anybody, was very short with, with his friend, with his roommate and then was also um, uh, was talking to his roommate about being watched. But on the day where he, where the roommate, where Traducible D- 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 was going to leave his house or leave his uh, his apartment, wherever they lived, um, leave his place, uh, his parents came to pick him up. He left, but be, right before he left, he gave his roommate uh, a, fl- a flush.
1: So he gave flash him a drive? flash drive, and, and the roommate is is now writing on the same forum that uh, just Suitable was writing on. And the roommate writes that, you know, everything Dalton just said, but when the when just Suitable came up to the roommate, he looked like shit. Baggy eyes, like just looked like he was distraught, hadn't slept in days and all this stuff, and his parents were going to come pick him up. And so he gave him uh, this flash drive, and it says, on the flash drive, there was footage of the game last night a text document with his name and password for his YouTube, and a third de- document called thetruth.txt containing what he told me were his quote-unquote notes that he had taken. He told me that, that this meant everything to him, that I follow his instructions exactly. Uh, Followed his instructions exactly. And normally I wouldn't be so to the letter for requests over a fucking video game, but the way he spoke and the way he looked at me made me know that this was serious and I'm gonna honor that. So with all of that, this roommate goes and uploads the video game, the the gameplay from the last night and then post five, I'm assuming, I don't actually know because I haven't read it, is the entire truth.txt, which we'll get into next week. So Dalton and I are going to kind of Go through a walkthrough of the video and kind of describe what's going on. Uh, but the videos, as as with all the other ones, will be in the description.
2: So on our YouTube channel and in the yes, one hundred percent. Now, if you go back to any of the last three weeks, you'll find parts one, two, and three. And then this episode will also guaranteed have all four links in there. Yes, thank you, sir David, for doing that. Yeah, for sorry us. I missed the last three weeks. It's okay,
0: it happens.
1: All right, so we're gonna kind of get into this. So for the most part, this uh, <laughs> this gameplay is pretty normal like it nothing it it starts off
0: pretty good but i think if we both remember the first ben file that he played it wasn't this one it was very different but i guess all the files always start you out in different areas so basically he goes through he checks all his items to see what he has He's he's at the last day he's on the last day on like the last hour or some shit um and he's just going through the motions right now playing the games um, and actually, it's pretty calm for, yeah. for a little bit, which is very surprising. The music the music is the first thing that
1: changes. So he enters a temple, and in there are these four zombie-looking creatures that he just kind of rolls through and, and kills. And Yeah, it's a little too know.
0: easy, which I'm kind of frustrated with. But He also has the his,
1: he has a shield, which is in the game normally, but it's just fucking creepy. Yeah. Yeah, shows, um, they, it's like the sun shield, I'm assuming.
0: Zelda artwork also. We should get into that at some point. Zelda artwork is different. The way they portray zombies and whatnot, it's very, like, odd-forming creatures, you
1: know? So he uses his shield to open up this uh, specific wall, and then he enters into this room that has a... um, If you imagine what the inside of Jesus' tomb looked like, it's kind of like that, where there's just this giant circular thing blocking the entryway. Uh, Huh? Probably just be black. They'd probably
0: be able to see what it
1: looks like. You don't think there's a little, light? The inside of Jesus' tomb? Peeking through the cracks? No man, it
0: was pitch black. Nah, I think there's a little
1: a little bit of light. So anyways, oh, yes. Uh, so so this is the first part where something creepy comes in. He gets to this camera and on the camera is a picture. And so then he clicks on the picture and
2: on the of, picture the picture you, is normally something you just take. You take a picture of anything in the game.
1: Yes. And yes. that's just on your camera. And so on this camera is a picture of the happy mask salesman, but it's only his mouth down. And then a picture of Ben, who is what we're gonna call referring to the statue. So he clicks on this to view it, and it looks like they took it as a selfie. The lighting is super dark; you can barely see their face, you can barely see the statue's eyes. But and both
0: of them are smiling.
1: Yes. And if you remember, the statue had no expression up until this. Up until well, the no, last
0: Ben thing. did. Ben did have a smile on the last that's, one for a split yes, second. Yes. What? That's a very good note.
1: To no, no, I was gonna say that, and then you're welcome. I'm on top of it, bro.
0: Also, he deletes the picture. I don't know why he would delete it. So I mean
1: because it's fucking creepy. So he gets he gets into the the final tomb, and the text is still all gibberish, uh, but everything's pretty normal. Like it's just it's normal text for the game. Um, so he goes through that, and then he gets a new um, song melody or song to play.
0: And also to to say something, uh, none of this none of this makes sense. How does he know which air, which way the arrows are pointing? How do you know? Because all these triangles just look like they're pointing everywhere.
2: You can kind of tell. If you've played the game enough, you know which yeah. way they're pointing. Okay. But the thing is, this song that he's learning right now is the Elegy of Emptiness. Which is the song that he had played last time, right? Which is the song that is associated with the statue. The statue is called the Elegy of Emptiness uh, statue. Okay, okay. So normally, it's just a statue in this case it's not
0: what is this point of the statue
1: in the actual game
2: i haven't gotten that far i don't know david so so after
1: he plays the song all of a sudden he does this animation where he gets like really drowsy and starts to like spin in circles and then all of a sudden that same animation where the statue appears how it has that like uh translucent like uh <laughs> the translucent green light that just kind of like light wave that spins in a circle it starts to play as he like kind of stumbles forward and then the statue appears, um, which looks like it's from the game. It, yeah, and it, it's it looks like it's the normal one. It's and not smiling. It has the, the little grin. it's, oh, but it's okay. Not, you know, nothing too crazy like that. So then, you know, more gibberish comes on. Yeah, and, and then okay, and, and this is where it gets weird. What? What, Tom?
0: No, I was I was thinking about the face thing, but I think Matthew already talked about it. Go ahead, Matt.
1: So, all of a sudden, the guy. Uh, whoever, like, um, the guy who's just, just suitable or whatever his name is, he backs up to the wall and he puts his back against the wall. And then all of a sudden, he moves the camera or the camera moves to a place where it looks like he's kind of in a wall. And it's kind of like a glitch. But then all of a sudden, the entire room just turns this, like, blue. And you can see through Link. Like, you can see through his body. And then out of nowhere, this, like... Weird, demon looking face like bright green eyes like red like cheeks
0: the outline of it kind of looks like a spider yeah and and it it comes it jumps on you
1: and it jumps on you and then all of a sudden all you can see is your little fairy and everything else is pitch black and so all you see is the fairy kind of like flying around and it plays what I'm
0: guessing is a dying animation right yeah so the, the sound the music kind of just
1: dies out so then you die right and then all of a sudden this text comes up, and it says, why is he smiling? The father? And then all of a sudden, where does Link appear, Dalton?
0: He's taken to a, a weird graveyard. And um, in this graveyard, there's a bunch of tombstones, as there should be. And what I was assume, like honestly assuming is that the first statue they go up to is going to be Ben's, Ben's tombstone. Um, it wasn't. It was just, uh, what does this one say? Well, he just goes to a bunch of tombstones. And they all say different things, but then one specific one that kind of pops out of nowhere, and he kind of teleports to it in a way as well, kind of comes out of nowhere. He walks up to it, and it was kind of going through this animation where he would run and then walk really oddly and then run again. Can you get to that part, Matt, so I could say what it says? Oh, my God. finally says, a vessel that holds wandering spirits rest here. Um, so the craziest part about this is we look at the, we look at the tombstone and it looks like a normal tombstone and we read what it says. Okay. But <clears throat> behind
1: the tombstone, you see Ben standing you, there. You see the statue. You the, just see in the ben top the left statue. corner, you just see like the back of, of uh, Link's green hood and you just see the statue just standing there facing the opposite way. So then the minute he reads it and logs out
0: of it, he automatically gets kind of t- falls, I guess. And he falls? falls like
1: through the ground, like into like where the grave would be underneath all of that then it says and then all of a sudden this text appears with after the dying animation and it says it'll be our little secret okay and then you end up in this tunnel
0: oh this is the craziest part so you
1: end up in this tunnel that kind of looks like it would be like in like under a tree or like in a tree trunk or something like that because there's like some like tree trunk vibes going on on the left and the right but then you see get some green coming up overhead
0: i just feel like this is so interesting because this type of one animation and two playthrough where you walk through it and it twists you don't see this in any other n64 game the
1: the first time i ever experienced that was with call of duty uh modern warfare really yeah like that gameplay you're on the boat and then, as you're going forward, the boat's tipping over, and the whole screen moves.
2: Are you sure that's not Uncharted Three? Positive.
1: It's both.
2: Oh, oh, okay. All right. You know what Thank I'm talking you, about, right?
1: Man. Like, like it's it's Modern Warfare. You're running through the boat. It's the very first mission, yeah. And the whole screen moves. I remember because it was the first time I remember a video game like made me like motion sick.
0: And so it's really interesting. He walks through, and as he's walking through, everything the changes. whole thing, the whole
1: screen moves. The whole screen and I'm so
0: positive that has never been used until it was around the PS2, PS3 times it's very different you don't see that mm-hmm.
1: so he walks in and then as soon as he as soon as he walks in the first thing he sees is this room but then closer to him is the fucking statue again just kind of like standing there standing there and then the screen goes black and then it says you can't run
0: so the picture
1: yes so then you end up on this image of the exact location of where this the smiling mass salesman, the happy mm-hmm. mass salesman, mm-hmm. and Ben were at. But this time, you're there with them, and Link the is selfie. now Link. Is, you're in the selfie, and now Link is facing the camera, like it's facing you. Like and it's looking, awkward, looking through the screen, facing
2: you. And I assume he was trying to move, and it wouldn't move.
1: And and, and that's you just, why it stays there. You, you for just so you long. just have the happy mass salesman doing this weird animation.
0: It's a glitch out animation where he's like humping and laughing.
1: Not, I mean, I do not call that humping.
0: Well, not your and time. then
1: on now, the animation that brings Ben apart happens right around you.
0: It's basically saying that you're Ben.
1: And then the text appears that says, please help me. Uh, and, and, the and the worst part. And if you think that's the creepiest part, just wait for this. So after you read, please help me, the loading screen starts again. So you get the Nintendo 64 logo. And you know what's coming.
0: The next two files.
1: You get Zelda, Majora's Mask. He clicks into that, and then you get the next two files. File one is named Link, and files two is named Matt. So when we watched this, Dalton, David, and all of us just kind of sat there like, what the fuck is this? And so that is where this one leaves us off. That was scary.
0: (sighs) That really freaked me out. It would have freaked me out more if it was my name, so I'm glad it was Matthews. But, um, yeah, that was insane. I don't it, – it, it gives you so much, but then you just kind of don't know what to say about it at this point. You're just kind of like,
1: what's – why? If it didn't break the fourth wall, I don't think it would be that big of a deal. But I think it, it just it, – it broke the fourth – it's broken the fourth wall so much that it kind of becomes expected at this point with all of these.
0: And even if it was fake, if it was fake, how do you think about these scenarios to happen? Like yeah, the happy math salesman. Yeah, he's creepy looking in general. I get it. the 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 statue. He's creepy. But then, how do you dictate when these things happen?
1: And how do you make this fucking weird story? Like, yeah, it's just it's just too hard to coordinate. Like, there's yeah, like there's so many variables. Like, who's not to say like that he's gonna go a different route unless you like corral him into exactly the path that you need to go. But it doesn't feel like that. Yeah. Like, I feel like the the person playing it. Uh, just suitable i feel like he's able to go wherever he wants he just happens to continuously pick the wrong spot unless that's what the statue reappearing all over the place is, is to corral him to a specific location that he's yeah. supposed to go to to have these interactions you know but i think the creepiest part is the fourth wall and i'm assuming just suitable's name is matt because uh, it's clearly not talking about me um well, we'll but see. yeah so that's part four you guys i have no idea what the hell to think it's wild it's crazy it's i can't funny. wait to read through uh the truth TXT.
0: Yeah, the last one next yeah. week, guys. Yeah,
2: so on the timeline of, of, of Jed Usable, he's gone. He's gone. He's home. He's, he's with his no parents. longer part of the story anymore. And really, neither is the roommate. The now, roommate this is, is the 12th. The it's yeah. September 12th when this goes up. Now, that TXT file is just on a, time, on a timer for the next three days. And then on the 15th, it'll be auto-loaded up onto the forum. Yep. Yep. So at that point, like it's it's just out there. No one's actively taking a part in it anymore.
1: Yeah. And I kind of want to know what he did with the game. Like, did he go burn it somewhere or something like that? You know? So I hope he like talks about A, what happened, B, why it happened, and then C like what he did with the game.
2: And it is super size, so it will be the entire second half. It will be a yeah, long it's a, one.
0: it's a thick boy. So
2: but, but thank you, part four. Now we can get into our weekly segment our bi-weekly segment boys Ready? One, two, three. the boys room yes we got the boys room this week and we're gonna jump right into it we got four stories for our boys the excitement in david's voice when he we says got that. some girl here too to throw her hat in the ring Ah, oh, crap that's this you my money gone. all right well then we have three stories while i look for the fourth one um so I'm going to go ahead and do the okay, second we, just do three. One. we can do three, David. Okay. Uh, here we go. So I'm going to do my best to uh, summarize uh, for everyone. My boyfriend bought a gift for another woman's birthday, which is way more expensive than my birthday present. At first, it sounds superficial. At first, it sounds like a superficial thought I need to dismiss, but it keeps coming back and I'm starting to look deeper into it. We've been together for two years. We split the expenses. Even though he makes four times as much as me, we contribute equally. Awesome. And each freely spends the money that he or she earns. I find that fair, and I take pride in being financially independent. Uh, For context, in my country, many women rely financially on their partners. And I feel it's important for my self-esteem not to follow that norm. Mm -hmm. The other day, my boyfriend got invited to the birthday celebration of one of his friends, who happened to be a woman... I was with him when he went shopping for a gift, and he bought the exact same fitness watch he gave me for my birthday earlier. Okay, he likes it. I gave him good feedback. That's cool. I feel slightly annoyed but talk myself out of it. Then he added photography supplies, which cost more than the watch. Then a beautiful card and beautiful flowers. There's no jealousy involved, and I'm not, really? not concerned about him having any romantic interest in her, but I still feel hurt. Is it just that I got triggered by the situation he hasn't done anything wrong? Maybe. I make so much effort to earn the money I earn. I come from a poor family. I appreciate all I can afford. Little things. I don't spend that much for my pleasure. They try to save up. On the other hand, his friend comes from a richer family and is used to having a higher standard of life. Maybe he matched her present as to what she would expect and be happy with it and mine to what I expect and be happy with. That's fine, but it still makes me sad maybe i've sent him the wrong message with attitude towards money with my attitude towards money what do you think i'm dragged between feeling hurt and feeling guilty that i'm so superficial as to give so much thought to something money related
0: oh see I, I it's good that she like she kind of noticed that like i know this how this sounds and I, could, I get it like sometimes it could sound like oh like i i don't want to act like i'm being about the money but like it's kind of making me think that it is kind of about the money, but she just, she knows it's not the it's not the right thought to have. You should always just appreciate
1: anything you get from somebody, no matter what. Uh, I kind of understand what she's coming. But I, yeah, I, I get I, it. I I don't know. I I just I would never do that. Like, I don't know. I would never do that to Monique. Not that I would consciously like think like okay, I spent two hundred dollars on Monique's gift, I need to spend, you know, anything less than a hundred dollars on anybody else. Like I wouldn't think that, but also too, like, you know, I understand where she's coming from. Like I don't I mean, think it's it. I don't think it's wrong for her to think that at no, all. No. Um but I do think the standard of living thing is like important and i can see somebody like trying to cater to something like that yeah i, get, I can get that you, you know being like oh well they're expecting more but at the same time if that's the case like why wouldn't he do this for his significant other too i think that's the bigger question is i like, think it
0: comes down to something as something as simple for for a dude maybe something as simple as this where he knows this chick really well and knows her interests enough to know what could go well with that this gift what can add on maybe she's not into the photography stuff and the other girl is so she he was willing to pay that money to give her that accessory you know what i mean maybe she's just not into it and that's maybe that that that's why he didn't buy it yeah but you can't tell me that she's not into something else but he can go get oh totally but if this goes
1: with the Uh, watch you know what though but maybe like he's not taking her out to dinner you know what i mean like dinner and like the whole experience it's a one-time
0: purchase to a whole year
1: no, 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 I'm not even saying that. No, what I'm saying, what like, I'm saying is that, like, for, for the birthday, like, you celebrate, like, your significant your significant other's birthday, it's normally dinner, gift, some activity after it. And all that can add up, you know, as opposed to if it's just a friend, like, you're not going to, for the most part, you're not going to feel obligated to take them out to dinner, give them a gift, and then take them to the movie. It could just be the the, the, gift. the gift, you know? Yeah. So maybe that's how he's justifying it. Mm. Um, Money? I don't know.
0: How would you feel, Mo? God, it's so great that we have Mo here.
3: I don't know. It's really hard because um, for me, gift giving, I like to put thought into it. And realistically, flowers and cards, you could spend $10 or less doing that. So the fact that this guy did that for his friend and not his girlfriend to me (laughs) I would feel a little sad too I guess or a little left out or for me flowers and cards that it's not about money it's about the thought when you give someone flowers and cards it's usually for their birthday and you really love them or you care about them or They were in a play or they were in a speech contest. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like a a close person type of thing, I guess. So for a guy to go out of his way to go buy a card and flowers on top of spending $400 on her, to me, that kind of sends a weird signal to me
2: an extra message more than
3: he went above and beyond a, for this girl than his girlfriend
2: more than the the so the flowers in the card are more of a thing for you than the additional photography supplies that costed more than the entirety of the watch
3: i don't know because it's like say it's a 200 hundred dollar
2: watch and then he's mm-hmm. buying 400 hundred dollar photography supplies
3: I would just probably have a conversation. Just ask if it bothered me that much. Yeah. I would probably ask, why did you feel the need to do the XYZ? Because clearly he feels some pressure or desire to To make this person happy, to impress her, to fill some void, to fill some expectation but why i think yeah if matt went out and he bought me a watch but then he bought Susie a watch and shoes and a handbag i'd be like yeah what who is she who is this who is Susie. this girl <laughs> you know Susie? i would feel some type of way probably but again it, i think it depends also on the person if he did that to it for his mom or if he had a sister or a cousin who was in the hospital or you know me. it's it's different <laughs> or dalton yeah <laughs> Thank you.
2: yeah i think
1: i think she needs to talk to him because i think there's more there
2: what about if the friend was a guy
3: a guy to a guy yeah like if matt bought flowers candy this that so for you? so say
0: matthew bought you
2: a watch.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Matthew buys me, or David. No, a watch. say he
2: buys me a watch and then like a bunch of vlogging equipment because this is last year, so or this is two years ago. So he buys me a bunch of equipment. Okay. Then, well, I know you guys are not car.
3: romantically interested in each other, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so I think I think that's my issue.
2: Is because there's a possibility of of, of yeah. being romantically interested.
3: I, I don't. For me, I don't think it has anything to do with the money. It has everything to do with. The i need the intention to get her more it. and more and more yeah she I, needs these add-ons she needs this she needs no she doesn't you know
1: it's about the intention behind it yeah. so, right so i think that's what's in question here just All talk right. to your significant
2: other is there an update no no not no but the next one is that uh this girl's boyfriend is always naked at home and he's starting to stink a lot Shower, bro. Shower. So they've been living together for over a year now. Dr. Sasquatch. And they're together for almost two years. i say 30 minutes. He's always walked around the house naked and spends most of the time at home naked when it's just the two of them. It's always kind of bothered her, to be honest, but it's his way of relaxing and he's comfortable. So why say anything? He's gained 30 pounds since the pandemic started, (laughs) which is not a big deal, but it's kind of impacting my attraction to him. He's got a big beer belly and gained weight around his face. Add to that that he's very hairy, and honestly, I just don't like looking at him naked unless we're fooling around, (laughs) and he's naked all the time. Uh, Another layer is he started working out a few times a week, but it's like the smell doesn't wash off in the shower.
1: Buy this man a loofah.
2: His feet smell from across the room. His armpits smell whenever... This is just dunking on this guy now, so I'm going to skip a lot of this. He's got dry dry skin. Uh, He's walking around naked all the time, and he stinks all the time. Sitting on the sofa, lying in the bed. And spreading his scent everywhere. <laughs> Last night in bed, he had his arms above his head and had the fan facing us, so the smell of his armpits was wafting in my face. Ugh. I turned the other way, but the scent was inescapable. I asked him to put his arms down, and his feelings got hurt, but I didn't know what to do. What I, I dread spending time with him at home now. Okay. Because I'm visually turned off and now I have to deal with constant BO. Any tips for addressing this in a oh sensitive my God. manner?
1: No, I think you got to bite the
0: bullet Fuck on this in, one. Fucking watch how this guy showers. I think he's watching the water sh- go down more than actually oh being in the water.
2: Okay, wait. I do have to say this. He's told me before that the water is completely brown when he washes his butthole out. Oh, wipe what? your ass, bro. Indicating that he's not wiping properly in the bathroom. What the, I that. No, this is a serious Ugh. issue. Like, like,
1: just have a conversation about and general hygiene. Wash how your you, ass. How
2: do you do this though, in a sensitive manner? You don't. You
1: just fuck look. sensitivity, bro. He's Thirty years old. If he can't have a conversation with his significant other about hygiene, then he needs. To, he has some other issue. Like, Ugh. but also, do you guys just walk around your house naked? No, I don't. Like, David, you like you live with with Rachel, and she's gone. <laughs> do you just walk around naked just to walk around naked? No. Yeah, no. I I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I'd walk around and like I'll get up and go do something real quick in my boxers or with my shirt off, but I don't like walk around just flopping everywhere.
3: Would you if you had no, your own house? Fuck no.
2: Is this something where it's like you got to have this conversation, otherwise, uh, otherwise you um, you would be like oh, I'm I'm out of here. I'm out of here if
1: this doesn't change. I mean, if if it's that bad, like, but also too, like, there's like. Some people legitimately grow up and they're, like, they just don't know that certain things exist. Like, some people don't, like, some people don't know that, like, you literally can use a loofah or a washcloth to, like, scrub yourself until you're older. You know what I mean? Like, you just were never given that when you were a kid. Maybe, like, you just used your hands or whatever. Like, some people don't know that. Oh, man. I don't, I just,
0: she's a trooper. Oh, I would smack that right when it happened. Uh-uh that's disgusting that is so gross i can't i mean i have a hard time with smells and just um things like that Sense, um visual and nothing nah. yeah she just needs to talk to him. she just need, no she needs to just be like yo you stink how are you sh-? like don't like she could she could be like mean about it i don't care how she comes about it but show her like have, have her show him how to fix it
2: Like, be productive about it. Yeah, she can't expect him to
0: know. She can't expect him to know. Be like, let me me show you. This is how you should wash your body. This is how you you should wash your hair. This is how you fucking wipe. Like, do these things if you love him enough. If you don't, go find another man. Because this one ain't worth it right
2: now. No, have the conversation, but just
0: be honest about what's going on.
2: (laughs) That's a gross. Yeah. top comment oh. says, I'm going to pray this is fiction because this is harrowing. Yeah, that that's it what rough.
0: God.
3: Yikes. The butthole one. Like, that's a different level. Yeah. I would rather someone say like, hey, you have stuff in your teeth. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm just that type of person. If I smell, I would it, rather someone say like, hey, like, you have spray or something. Uh. I don't know. That's the, or if they see me and they're like, so you're, you the, you're the person,
2: you're the person that walks up to someone and goes, hey, <laughs> here's a stick of gum.
3: Yeah. Or like, hey, away. do you want a piece of gum or do you want some lotion or something? But if Matt was just walking around with.
0: He wouldn't I would knock his ass out into I'd the be shower. Like,
3: Matt, we got to fix this. Yeah,
1: nah, that, that 30 years old is like, Way like too 30 old. years old is about 25, nah, 26 years old, too old. To be doing stuff like that, like
0: I think anything past eight years old, man.
3: I and I know this sounds horrible because it, I don't want to like sound dehumanizing, but it's almost to the point where it's like, okay, like can I watch watch what you do in the shower? Because clearly something's not adding up. Yeah, I, I know s- that sounds really yeah, insensitive, no, but no. it's like, how do you shower? Do you just stand there and then he walk watches out? the
0: water more than he gets in
1: it. Yeah. No, Uh, they just need to. Yeah, they need to fix.
0: How do I just don't understand? Like, there's people that go to the gym and then come home and just chill
3: and go to bed.
0: They chill. Yeah, they go to bed. They lay on their bed.
3: They on the couch. On the
0: couch. They put they put their fucking dirty ass shoes on the couch. They just fucking don't care, and it's the most disgusting thing Mm -hmm. I will ever see or hear in my life. (laughs) And I fucking hate it and it's like it's it disgusts me like if you're going through the day and you're sweating a lot that's fine you know take the time when you get home to shower and prepare yourself Mm -hmm. to relax don't just go straight into the relaxing process because homeboy that is not how that works take care of yourself please
1: fucking jesus man Fuck. (laughs) just have a conversation with your partner help homie out don't put your shoes on the couch not
2: all right well sorry to anyone that was eating during this yeah all right uh my senior co-worker we'll pretend his name is dick has huh? been a real good friend for most of lockdown <laughs> is
0: that the name
2: has been a real good friend for most of lockdown we both work closer together in projects and would meet upside meet up outside of work for drinks with my partner uh my pro- my partner and I bought a house together and have a serious relationship that Dick knows about. <laughs> a few months ago, Dick sent my partner a bunch of creepy lovey-dovey messages after a night out. The poor guy has not spoken to a female since lockdown. I put it down to alcohol and distanced myself from him for a bit. Uh, my partner made it very clear to him that she's not interested. We started letting him, slowly started letting him back into our lives, and he did it again, this time sober. I have no idea how to handle the situation, A lot of my work has to be handed to him and Dick is acting like nothing's happened. All I can think of is asking the director to keep us apart. What advice, any advice would be greatly appreciated. You need to talk to Dick. (laughs)
1: Like they just honestly, like if he's doing it sober too, like not even just for like yourself, but like for your partner to feel like comfortable, you know what I mean? Like, who cares? Like there, there's a, a sense of there's like this like gray area of like coworker and friend. And if you guys go out and get drinks after and he knows that you guys have a house together and all this stuff, like there's that fine line that when he does that stuff has been crossed. And so now it doesn't matter what the hierarchy is at the office place. Like he's stepping into your personal life, personal life. Like you need to address that, like regardless of the consequences at work, like that is something that needs to be addressed, you know, like. No going to your director or going and trying to beat around, like just go up to him and confront him about it and say, Hey, my partners told me this, this, and this what's up. Like this isn't okay. And if we're going to continue to work together, boundaries need to be set. So delete the number. We're not going to get drinks anymore. I'm going to hand you my shit. We're going to get this done. And at five o'clock you don't exist to me anymore. Kind of ends at that. Like I think boundaries are incredibly
2: important with this.
1: I agree.
0: I don't know. I would just. I would do exactly what Matthew would do.
2: What if you're a non-confrontational person? Well, fuck it it's off. It's time I mean, to be confrontational. It's time
0: like- to be confrontational. <laughs> there's, there's there's a fine line between that stuff, and I everything Matt said is exactly the way I would handle the situation. You yeah. just have a conversation, whether it goes good or bad. Who gives a fuck?
2: But I think you guys are like uh, not acknowledging like the people that physic like have physical reactions to confrontation. Okay. Of like then, but my question become
1: becomes, yes, people that have to go into confront like go into confrontation, everybody gets nervous. But but but, the question becomes, what means more to you, being uncomfortable, or standing up for your relationship? And if you can't stand up for your relationship in a situation like that, I really question whether or not that really means that much to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, don't, I, 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 I've, I've dealt with confrontation like that where it literally makes me sick to my fucking stomach. Like I throw up before I go and I handle it. But I go and handle it. It's not easy. I'm not a confrontational person. I don't enjoy it. But it's like it really comes up to a point of like are you willing to be uncomfortable for a five, ten minute conversation? Or are you just not – are you willing to let your partner be uncomfortable because, you know, boundaries haven't been set? I think that's really what what it comes down to. It's
0: just downright disrespectful.
1: Yeah, fuck that guy.
0: Fucking dumbass.
1: Have some respect. Yeah, dick.
3: Yeah, I would feel very... Um, I don't know the word, but let's say Matt and I went on a trip with him and his coworkers. And one of them just like kept, I don't know, trying to get at me or get... To a conversation that I was clearly steering clear of just making me uncomfortable and I told him and he didn't do anything about it I think that would make me feel even more uncomfortable with not only the co-worker but with my partner and I feel like yeah it is scary I could see someone I could see someone this probably happens a lot landing like their dream job but they're boss is like very inappropriate and they don't want to lose the job but you know people get taken advantage of for sure Mm -hmm. but I feel like if my partner didn't stick stick up for me I would question uh I would question what else wouldn't they stick up for me for like if we're out somewhere and someone there was a fight or I don't know it would probably put my partner in question and then like they said like if i had a boss that like was trying to get mad and like trying to call him booty call whatever like that is just so inappropriate up, 12 p.m
1: <laughs> <laughs> noon <laughs> it's so
3: beyond inappropriate and you just have to nip it in the butt i think
1: and i know that most people will say go to hr document to report this which what it looks like a lot of the comments are saying You're letting the person win yeah but i i i even think that that, that doesn't do it justice. I think that like lines have been crossed and boundaries need to be set. This doesn't and, work. And and I mean I would document that. Like if No, yeah. Like like yeah, document like I would screenshot the text and keep mm-hmm. everything. You know, and honestly, like say this happened in my workplace. I would let HR know, like I'd be, like, hey, this is going on, you know, and whether they told me to you gotta just like not do it. Eh, fuck that. Like I'm going to talk to this person because if he's willing to come into my personal life, then we can talk about it on personal time. Like, it doesn't have to be during office hours. That's mm-hmm. fine, you know. But if it's somebody like you said that can't handle confrontation and you know seizes up or whatever, like then yes, go to HR. But understand that like at some point you're gonna have to like like stand up with your spine straight and put your foot down. Yeah, you know.
3: Yeah.
0: I say fuck HR. Just fucking do it. Who cares? As,
3: I don't want to pull the woman card, but I would want it documented just because I just I've been through something like that similarly where some guy tries to take advantage or yada yada and it's just like, oh, okay, like I need to report this to some entity that way if it happens to somebody else, there's already documentation. Mm-hmm that they now have on their radar, you know? Yeah, I agree.
0: That was a crazy one. That's a good one.
2: My wife can't separate kink from everyday life, and it's just getting embarrassing. Uh, without going into specific terminology or detail, I dress, this is the man writing the post, I dress as her doting wife, and she acts as a degrading husband to me. Um, we used to just do this sometimes, but quarantine has let us kind of do full days of it. Anyway, the issue comes that sometimes she will passingly, passingly call me an offensive or feminine term outside of play or insult my masculinity in some way. I tell her she can't do that during a normal day and she apologizes, but inevitably ends up doing it again. She says it just slips up and I can forgive that. But when she calls me princess in front of my mom, I just want to die. Oh. It would have been worse if it was a serious insult or something, but very well like that could have happened too. So honestly, at this point, I just stopped enjoying it. I miss vanilla sex. And I told her I don't want to do it anymore, which she's disappointed about, but respects. But she still messes up. Is there any way I can drill it into, the, into her head that that was in the bedroom? And I'm very much a guy who doesn't want to be called those things in a regular setting or outside of play setting. Uh, just telling her it's not working. Uh, there's a part of me that's worried she's permanently stuck in this mindset or maybe even lost respect for me and may not even see me as a man before. Uh, and is there is is Can it just slip out? Is there a psychological reason for it? Like, what what do I do? What What's happening?
1: Uh, I think there's boundaries to be set. I, I feel like... I don't know.
0: Um, I, can, I can understand why the kink is an issue, though. Like,
1: yeah, especially if you, if you have, like... I think lines get blurred there. Sometimes kinks can, you know...
0: I just feel like sometimes somebody gets so... Into that role where they can they can be that person they want to be. They could try these new things, and kinks are always always unique to that person. Every, every some people can have the same kink but still express it in different ways. And I, I love that about kinks because everyone just has their own type of view on it, right? Um, there it's really interesting to see how people go through life without it because yeah, some people that you know live live in that area. They live in that space of their kink, right? But you know there is a fine line between socially accepted and not, and it's very simple. Um, I think I can understand why he why he needs and wants to be respected because he feels like you know this is something that's done behind closed doors. It's a private setting. I feel like she understands it, but maybe they just did it for so long, and sometimes you can let things go. Yeah, I think the and the quarantine full day thing the quarantine plays full a role. day thing maybe was a little much. Maybe it was a little much, and that's that's nobody's fault. That's not their fault either. It just kind of happens, you know. We were all lost in quarantine. We all did some crazy shit, right? But like, there comes a time where the adjustment period needs to happen. Um, I think that adjustment period needs to happen now. But also, it's I can I can understand why he would think that maybe she he's lost. She's lost respect for him as just a male, yeah. In general,
1: and then maybe maybe a time away from the kink is is the remedy, like not doing that for a long time, just you know until boundaries can be set and they can you know establish those things. But I think especially with stuff like this where lines can get blurred, it's really important to have that open communication. And it sounds like he's very vocal about not wanting to do it, but if that's not being respected, then I think you know there has to be further actions to be taken on, yeah. on both sides. You know, yeah,
0: yeah, there has to be a strong line of communication. And congrats to being a, a dad.
1: Oh, yeah. There, there's an update. There's Apparently an update that we won't get into. We won't get into, but, but it got taken down. Um, uh
3: Yeah, I agree. I think there should be a conversation between the two of them.
2: Uh, Which there has been. There's been a good amount of them.
3: Uh, right. But also, clearly, the... It's not uh, getting across to her.
2: I think boundaries just need to be set.
3: I think, I don't know. Two, also, is she doing it to be funny? Is she doing it? You know, there's a difference between purposefully doing it and accidentally doing it. Are you really doing it on accident? Maybe
0: she could. He could tell with the tone too, because I don't feel like the tone in kink is very serious.
3: Yeah, I feel like he needs to. They need. He, they both need to have a conversation, figure out and and have an honest conversation because if she is doing it out of attention, it could be because we're out of quarantine now, we're seeing a bunch of people, she feels like she's not the center of his world anymore. Mm, and that could cause her to say something to get his attention and yeah. it
0: and it works and it maybe has been.
3: does it turn him on like she just clearly is saying it and if she's saying it with a purpose what's the purpose and Mm. how can we get that purpose fulfilled maybe in a more at a more appropriate time like you said earlier do i need to say this now Mm, probably not but um yeah i think the same as the boys there needs to have like a, a serious long talk about that because if you were to say like I don't know something wildly inappropriate at like a business function, that's, you know, that could really put someone in a in a position to be talked to. I mean, imagine if Matt was on a podium giving a speech, and I'm like, yes, like I don't know, yes, princess, something. That's you know? a good.
2: That's a good outcome too. Yeah, that's a good. Thing. I think I think boundaries so, just need to be set. Yeah,
3: yeah
1: simple boundaries. Sure. That's it. All right, Matt. Uh, don't or, or no, none of that. All right. All right, fuck me. All right, made it this far into the podcast. <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Go ahead and leave us a five star rating and a review wherever you are listening. And if you're here watching us on YouTube, thank you so much. Click the click the subscribe button down below the bell notification icon in the corner so you know whenever we upload. And until next week, everybody stay safe. We'll see you then. I'm Drum. I'm Drummer. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: You're not qualified.